Welcome to the ProVest Perspective with Noel Swain, CFP, and host Pamela Lida. Noel is an investment advisor with Cambridge Investment Research, a monthly columnist for the Spartanburg Herald Journal newspaper, and has been interviewed many times on NPR. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready for some straightforward, honest talk. Now, here's Noel Swain and host Pamela Lida. According to a 2018 J.P. Morgan Asset Management and U.S. Census Bureau study, 74% of Americans are behind on their retirement planning. 74%. Can you believe that? Well, if the average person needs to plan for 20 plus years in retirement or even longer, retirement planning and savings are going to have to be a lot more substantial. Thank you for tuning into the ProVest Perspective. Today, we're not going to lecture about saving more money or even where to invest, but we're going to get down to the most fundamental retirement planning topic, and that's writing a retirement plan. Today's topic is five steps to a written retirement plan. So if you know it's time to get serious about your retirement, you're going to want to pay close attention to the show today because Noel's going to go into detail about each and every one of these steps. And as a reminder, we are going to have this report on our website. Our website is www.theprovestperspective.com. And again, today's report is five steps to a written retirement plan. And we would love for you to have a copy of this report in your hand. So please go on there, download a copy. If for any reason you don't have a computer and you're not close to one, just give us a call. The number to call is 800-277-0025. Again, the number to reach us at any time during the show today, 800-277-0025. Noel, I just have a question for you. Has anyone ever come into the office asking for help with a retirement plan, but they just did not have enough money saved? We are so happy that you're here. We love to do these shows and we love to talk to folks about retirement planning. We like to talk to folks about real investment planning and about real investments. And so the question is, has anyone ever come in who needed to retire but didn't have the money to? And the answer to that question is all the time. I mean, this happens a lot. We've had folks come in and they actually have nothing saved. I had had this happen one time. A lady called me. She was someone who she and her husband had worked their entire life. They had a family. They raised a family. I guess they did okay. But they didn't have any savings. They didn't have a pension. They didn't have an IRA. They didn't have a 401k. They didn't have any kind of savings put back. And they weren't even 62 years old. They just decided they wanted to retire. And they were going to call me to ask me, how to go about planning for their retirement. And, I, and, you know, I asked them the questions. I was a little incredulous because, you know, you would think that someone would actually know that if you don't have any money, then it's going to be pretty hard to retire. If you don't have any way of producing an income, you know, there's two ways of producing income. Either do it with your own labor, which means that you have a job or you have a business or, you you know, some way of producing income that way. or You send money on ahead so it can provide income for you later. And if you've never sent that money on ahead, you have to continue to work. That's all there is to it. Now, I will tell you, usually there's not too many people listening to us that don't have any money. You know, most people sort of know that they can't retire when they can't. They know if they don't have any money, they've got to continue working. So most of the people listening to this show are people that have substantial assets. They've got money put away. Now, 
they might not know whether it's enough or not. They might not know if it will do them for a 30-year retirement, which is what people need to plan on nowadays. But it is something that they want to know about. You know, statistically, people just don't save enough money. They just don't have enough money saved up. They don't put enough away. I was having this conversation with my beautiful daughter just over the weekend. And so I was talking to her about this, and I said, you know, you're making really good money. Make sure you're sending some of that money on, not for that beautiful, young, vivacious daughter you are right now, but for that gray-haired old lady that's sitting in that chair that you will one day be, because you want to have that money. You don't want to have to rely on others or on your kids or on any government or anything like that. You want to be self-sufficient in that. So how much do you need? Uh, well, some people think that they've got plenty of money if they've got $100,000. You know that? Well, I got six figures. Well, that's fine. But you know how much $100,000 will produce in sustainable income over your lifetime? $4,000 a year, which is a little less than $350 a month. So anyway... That's not enough to provide you with a decent income. $100,000 won't do it. Well, will a million dollars do it? Well, it's according to how you're living. You know, are you a person that lives in a 1,000-square-foot house with linoleum floors? Or do you live in a 10,000-square-foot house with marble floors? You know, there's a difference. And so a person that has a smaller house with linoleum floors usually can get by on a little bit less than the people that have the larger house with the marble floors. And so this is the things that I'm talking about. And then you got to plan, well, you got to plan to live for a while. You know, the a couple age 65, a husband and wife who are both age 65, there is a 50% chance that one of them is going to live to be about 95 years old, that one of them is going to live 30 years. So, folks, I guess what I'm saying here is that, yes, I've talked to a lot of people that wanted to retire, but that were not ready because they had not sent enough money on ahead. But if you want to know, well, you know, I've got X amount of dollars put away and I need X amount of dollars as income. How would that work? Do I have enough? Am I ready? Am I sufficiently prepared for retirement? Well, that's where our wealth toolkit comes in. We've got a fantastic, well, we call it the wealth toolkit. It is a series of processes and software that we use when we talk to individual people that we can make sure that what you have is going to sustain you for as long as you live according to what you need, according to what you want. So these are the things that we can do. And the retirement planning tool, oh, man, it is so sweet. And it's something that we developed this so we could help our clients do that. So if you'd like to find out where you are, just give us a call. What's the telephone number, Pamela? Number to reach us anytime is 800-277-0025. And uh, if this wealth toolkit you know, sounds interesting, we've got some information on our website, www.theprovostperspective.com. And right below the feature report of today, which that is five steps to a written retirement plan, we've got a link to the wealth toolkit. And you can read more about the wealth toolkit in, as a whole. And there's four tools in that. And you can click and read on each one. and find out a little bit more about what each one of them does because they do all work together. And um, this is something that we believe is very integral to providing you with this written retirement plan to set you up for, you know, the kind of retirement that, you know, you're really looking to do. 
So Noel, if somebody is in a predicament where they've not really, you know, started their written retirement plan, where do they start? What's the start first? <laughs> well, they've not started a written. Very few people retire with a written retirement plan. I mean, like one in six. So it's sort of tough to do, and it is hard to do. Well, the first thing you've got to do, the things that we're talking about today, the five steps. The first step is determine your direction. What do you want to do in retirement? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? Do you want to move closer to your family, your children and grandchildren? Do you want to do that? Do you want to travel? Do you have any hobbies that you like to um, participate in? I know some clients that they'll spend several days a week out on the golf course, and that's fine for the people that like doing that. So there are others that enjoy just getting together and doing crafts. You know, they have their friends and they'll make blankets or do pottery or do different things that they like to do. And there's others that that are very interested in using their money in a philanthropic way. For example, they like doing things for the Heart Association or for the Cancer Society or for their church or things of this nature. And so what are you interested in doing? What direction do you want to go in? And to do that, you got to put a dollar figure on it. You know, how much is it going to cost to travel? How much is it going to cost you to go on those mission trips? You know, who's going to stay at your home here while you're gone? You know, how are you going to handle it? There's a whole lot to do when it comes to that. And that's why you have to think in so many different ways. It's not just the money, but it's inflation. It's paying for your health care. It's doing all these things put together. And that's why our Wealth Toolkit comes in so handy because it takes into account all these things. All you have to do is provide the direction and what you have, and we can help you uh, determine the rest of it. You know, that's the thing. You've got Medicare that provides you a certain amount of money for your health care once you retire or once you turn 65. And, you know, we all want to live a long time. That's just the way it is, but we've got to make sure that we've got the money to be able to do it. And then we've got to make sure we have the money to provide us the ability to do the things that we want to do when we retire. And that is the direction that we're talking about. Okay. So the first thing we want to just look at direction, determine where do we want to go? What is it we want to do? And then kind of put a dollar figure into it. So the report that we are discussing today is five steps to a written retirement plan. Uh, You can find a copy of this on our website www.theprovostperspective.com and it is our featured report today. Feel free to go there and download the report, share it with somebody else you know might be want a copy. We do have a lot of other reports on there as well, so we encourage you to check those out. Podcast of previous shows, but we do encourage you to look at that. The Wealth Toolkit, we've got a section on that that I've also mentioned, and we're going to go into a little bit more detail today about our Wealth Toolkit. Thank you for tuning in to The Provost Perspective. It's been documented that three in four people are behind in their retirement planning. You know, it can seem overwhelming. I mean, where do you begin? But if you're preparing for retirement, it's really time to develop a written retirement plan. But how do you do that? Well, we started off in the last segment with step one. Step one is determine your direction. You know, what are your retirement dreams? Do you want to travel? Do you have any hobbies? Do you like movies? You're going to be traveling on a mission trip, keep your home here, or are you in sync with your spouse? And then after you do that, put a dollar figure to it. You know, you have to pay for it some way. Now, if you've missed any portion of the program and so far, everything that we're going to talk about today is in a report, Five Steps to a Written Retirement Plan. And you can find that on our website, www.theprevestperspective.com. But we're going to continue on with step number two. Noel, 
Now that we have determined our direction, what do we do next? Well, John Steinbeck said, to find out where you're going, you must know where you are. It's sort of like saying that there are actually five points on the compass. It's not just north, south, east, and west, but where you are now. You know, if your goal is to go to New York City and you're sitting in Spartanburg or Greenville, then you got to go north. But if you're living in Maine, you got to go south. So it's according to where you are is to which direction you should go in. And that's one thing that's a big determinant of the next thing. You know, how much money have you saved for your, say, dream retirement? You know, take a full inventory of your assets. That's the thing. You've got to check your resources. You've got to know what you have. You know, how much do you have in your 401k, in your 403b, in your IRA? What kind of income will your pension pay you when you get to the retirement age? And so, you know, you start with guarantees like Social Security. Now, a lot of times people get it at 62 or 65 or their full retirement age, whether it's uh, 66 right now and going to 67. But you can delay it all the way up to age 70 and get raises along the way, get an extra 8% per year over your full retirement age. So, Checking on that, I put that in the equation when I'm looking at my own retirement. Then I look at the other assets that I have. I never worked at a place that provided a pension, you know, a real pension like you get if you work for the state of South Carolina, like if you're a school teacher or you work for the police department or something of this nature. You know, they provide pensions for you. But a lot of us out here, we work for private industry that do not have pensions anymore. So we have to look to ourselves and to our savings to how much we have. And so taking an inventory of what you have, what are your resources? What do you have that can provide income? Uh, You might even have a part-time home business or something that you make money off of, an Internet business or some kind of multi-level marketing business that you have. These things all provide you with income in your retirement. But the main thing to start with is, of course, Social Security. Now, if you're not yet Social Security agent, if you're not yet drawing Social Security, what better time to plan what to do with Social Security than now? And that's where we come in with the Social Security Analyzer tool that we have. We have this, and I guess I'm going to sound like a broken record here. We have this wealth toolkit, this fabulous set of tools that we can, our logo for it is like a toolbox, like a carpenter's toolbox. And we have a saw and a, and a hammer and a screwdriver and all that kind of stuff in there. But the Social Security Analyzer tool, you can give us the information, your information about Social Security. And if you don't know what your Social Security projection is, we can help you get that. Just go on the Social Security website and we can help you get that number. And then we can plan on that and then tell you the best way to file. You know, what is your family situation? And so that's one of the big things. Now, pensions, they can be tricky if you're married or have children because you want that pension to not go away if you pass away before your wife or children. So, you know, you get a choice. You can take the full retirement option. Or you can take what's called the joint and survivor option, which means you designate a survivor such as your spouse. And if you pass away before that spouse, then your spouse continues to get what you were getting or at least a portion of. You can have a 50% survivor or a 75% survivor 
or they continue to get 100% of what you have. And then you look at your business interests. Do you have real estate? Do you have any settlements? Do you have any inheritance coming? These are all things that you plan for when you're getting ready to retire. You know, one good thing to do is to get a clean sheet of paper out and draw a T and list all the sources of income that you have on one side. Let's just say that you've got Social Security and then you've got, say, a million dollars in your IRA and you can take an income off of that. And let's just say that you have some rental properties that are providing a good income for you and and don't take a lot of work. And so you take all those sources of income and put them on one side. Then you take your expenses. What are your expenses? If you do have rental income, yeah, you got to pay the taxes. You got to have insurance. You got to do repairs on the property that you're renting out. There's a lot of things that you do. And so what you do is you start drawing some what if scenarios based on what we call the drawdown rate. You know, you're drawing down on these investments. So this is how it works. And that's one of the way to create a written retirement plan on your own. Now, the easy way to do it, of course, is to talk about our wealth toolkit. (laughs) You know, we can do all that stuff for you. That's something that we do. And in many cases, the charge is like, you know, just a sometimes just $100, $200, $300 at the most, and we can get this done for you. And sometimes it doesn't even cost anything. It's according to your situation. We won't charge you at all for it if we can do it in the first appointment that we have. You know, there's never, ever a charge for a first appointment. If you come in and talk to us, if you call on our 800 number and say, you know, I'd like to go in and see that Noel and see what he has, then you can do that. And anything that we can get done in the first appointment, there's never, ever a charge for. You know, it's a a half hour to 45 minute consultation. We can talk. If you just have a few questions that you need to have answered, we'll do whatever we can for you during that time. And we don't charge. Right. That is correct. So we are talking today about the five steps to a written retirement plan. And the first, you know, you don't want to determine direction. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do in retirement? You have to put a dollar figure to it. Then after that, check your resources. You have to look and see, okay, this is what I want to do. What do I actually have? So uh, one thing that Noel highlighted in the last section was our social security analysis tool. And that is something that we pride ourselves in. You know, if you want to uh, sort of determine the best time to take out your social security, we've got a tool that can sort of help you determine that. So we encourage you to give us a call. You know, retirement planning is not an easy thing. We are going to give you steps to get that done, but our wealth toolkit does it so much better, as Noel said. And if you want to read a little bit more about it, we have a link on our website. Right below the featured report is a link to the wealth toolkit. Read more about the wealth toolkit and each of the tools that are inside of it. But in the wealth toolkit, you know, we can run all different scenarios based on your individual situations and just, you know, sort of look at the best options that might be available for you. So again, we encourage you to check it out. And the website to find that is www.theprovestperspective.com. And you can also find the uh, feature report today, five steps to a written retirement plan. Now, Noel, we have determined our direction. We have now checked our resources. What do we do next? Create the written plan. That's the thing. You've got to write it down. There's a whole lot of people that said, well, and I've asked them, well, what are your retirement plans? And people start out saying, well, I hope to retire. And I hope is not a retirement plan. 
A written retirement plan is there. Yogi Berra, the absolute wonderful philosopher that he was, once said, if you don't know where you're going, you'll uh, wind up someplace else. (laughs) And that is true. You know, if you don't write down where you want to go, if you don't write down what your plans are and how you plan to achieve it, then you're not going to get there. You know, a wish is just a wish, but when you write it down, it becomes a goal. And that's what we are all about, is achieving those goals. If you have a plan in your head, then you can put it down on paper. And then what you do is you create an executive summary where you can do cash flow projections. Those things are important, but you got to write it down. That's how you get started on it. We are talking about the five steps that you need to take to develop a written retirement plan. And we've gotten all these steps written out, and it's on a report on our website, www.theprovestperspective.com. And we know that while knowing these steps are helpful, it's just knowledge because wisdom is the actual practical application of knowledge. And that's where we come in. So that's where we have the offer just to give us a call and come and sit down with us. And we'll go over the specifics of, you know, your personal financial situation and combine that with the wisdom of applying our retirement experience to really sort of help you develop a written retirement plan that is just for you. And we do that through the use of our wealth toolkit. And we use that to sort of guide you along because we know retirement. We've been doing this for three decades. So again, give us a call, 800-277-0025. Today, we're going through the five steps to a written retirement plan. So far today, we've discussed the first three steps. The first step is determine direction, and that's determine what do you want to do in retirement. You know, and then you got to put a dollar figure to that. After you determine your direction, step number two is check your resources. You know, where are you going to get the money to fund that dream retirement? Step three is where you actually write it down. You know, it's just a wish until you write it down, then it becomes a goal. And at Provest, we have the Wealth Toolkit, which is what we use to help our clients, you know, develop this written retirement plan. And we do this with our retirement planning tool. This is just another one of the tools in our Wealth Toolkit. Um, This is a software program where we sit down with people and, you know, we'll look at their income and expenses and sort of get them on a projection. All right, Noel, we're up to step four. What's our next step? Step four is uh, sort of interesting because, you know, you get into the issue of talking to individuals and they have a tendency sometimes to get a little defensive because step four is choose your investment products. Now, products, I'm talking about choose your investments. And a lot of times people don't look at investments as being products, but we're talking about certain things that you can invest in, such as mutual funds or regular stocks and bonds or annuities or business development corporations or real estate investment trusts. There are all kinds of different investments that are right for different people. And so you've got to determine your investment products. But this is where a lot of people say, yeah, but somebody's trying to sell me something and I don't want to get sold anything. And you should see the mishmash of stuff that I have seen when people come into this office. I mean, they have a whole bunch of just different investments that have no coordination whatsoever. One of the tools in our toolkit is our risk assessment tool. And this is something where... You know, we asked some questions of some people, some very, very pointed questions to find out what is his tolerance for taking market risk, because there's more than just market risk out there. There's purchasing power risk and inflation risk and several different kinds of risk. And so what we do is we figure out what is their tolerance for taking market risk. 
then we can take the investments that they're investing in and enter that also on the other side of the equation and say, okay, how much risk are you actually taking with your investments? And so many times when you have investments that are not correlated to each other, if they're not correlated, then what happens is you can have two investments that may have a high risk profile, but you put them together and their risk comes down because they're up and down at different times from each other. And they're up and down at different times from the market. So what you can do is you can put the right investment tools together to give you a better overall investment profile. And this is what so many people don't know to do. I mean, why would they? They've never done this. I mean, they're out there building cars or, or building tires or, or creating and a wonderful fabric to make clothes out. You know, there's all kinds of different ways of making a living today. And there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in our listening area that have jobs that are just absolutely fabulous jobs, but they do what they do. And the people that are listening to me right now and that you have jobs, you're probably an expert at what you do, but you're not an expert at what I do. And I'm not an expert at what you do, but I know my stuff. And one thing you want to make sure that you do is you want to put your investments together in such a way to take the least amount of risk for the return that you're getting. And it's not just about investing in a mutual fund here or an annuity there or a real estate investment trust over there. What you do is you make sure that they are coordinated together. You make sure that you have the right investments for you at that time. The risk assessment tool we use goes by a different number. You can have a, a risk anywhere from between the number one and the number 99, one being no risk and 99 being a very, very speculative risk. And so most people fall in the area of being somewhere between, say, 35 and 60. And that's where most people are. And so, you know, up to 40 is considered somewhat conservative. And if you're between 40 and 60, you're considered somewhere moderate. And if you're between 60 and up, that's considered uh, more growth oriented or, or a little bit more aggressive. And so you might have a risk profile of, say, 40, but your investments may be a 65. And if that's true, then you're taking more risk than you're comfortable with. You may not even know it, but you're taking more risk than you're comfortable with. So what we do is we try to put together a risk profile and make the investments fit the risk of the individual. That way, you don't take it apart at just the wrong time. I've seen too many people that when the market goes down, they get scared and they jump out. And they jump out after the market has gone down. And they jump back in after the market has gone back up. They buy high and they sell low. And folks, it's an easy thing to say buy low and sell high, but it's hard to do it. It really is hard to do it because we're dealing with human emotions and we're dealing with people that aren't used to the emotional swings of something like the stock market. So this risk assessment tool that we have, it is so good for that. And that's some of the first things we do when we're talking to people. But yes, you've got to choose the right investment products. That is number four. Yeah, Noel, you were talking earlier about the logo for our wealth toolkit. It is a um, sort of a toolbox because we use it to build. We build a 
retirement plan just for that person. We build a social security analysis. We build a portfolio with the risk based on what their personal risk tolerance is. This is a very custom built retirement plan that we do for you. And today we're going through the five steps. If you're, you know, closing, you know, getting close to retirement, perhaps you are one of those three and four people that don't have their written retirement plan. So we're sort of guiding you along the process to what you need to do. Five steps to a written retirement plan. We've been going over that and we've covered the first four steps. And Noel was telling us a little bit in the last segment about choosing the investments. Now that you've actually written your um, retirement plan out, you, you know, pick the right investments that are going to get you where you're going. So now we're going to go into step number five. Noel, now that we have picked our investments, what do we do next? Well, you have to have a system for monitoring the progress that you're making in your investments. You know, a system for meeting periodically with yourself or your advisor, and you need to track that progress and adjust your investments based on the actual results or actual life changes. It's really important, honestly, to get this right. This is something that we work with our clients on in a very diligent way because I've known times that other advisors just don't get in touch with their clients when the news is bad. You know, the market is going to go down occasionally. It's not always going to go up. And so, yes, there's going to be, if you've got real investments, now there's people on the radio is going to tell you they can give you a guaranteed investments. And the investment is guaranteed. There's a whole lot more that you need to know about it than just that it's guaranteed, though. That's something you've got to do. So if you have an advisor, it's important that he get in touch with you periodically to monitor the progress that you're making. It's important that he get with you over time. But if you're not doing it, if you don't have an advisor, if you're doing it yourself, and it's okay to do it yourself, but I know for some of you listening right now, I know it's got to be a wake-up call. You know, you've been putting off looking at your finances and your retirement plan because you feel you have more important things to do, or that's what you tell yourself anyway. But the reality is, if you don't start taking the steps to measure and ensure that you have all your ducks in a row, all your bases covered and your retirement planning is up to date, and that you don't check and and recheck it, those more important things that you're doing today may become a thing of the past. Because you may not be able to afford your current lifestyle some years into retirement if you're not taking the steps today to do the things that you need to do. And one of the important things is checking on your investments periodically, writing them down, and make sure that you're making the progress on them. And that's an area that we can help with. The people that are listening to us, we want to give you the opportunity. That's why we offer the free consultations. Or if you want to write us a, an email at asknoel at theprovestperspective.com, just ask a question, and I can answer it by email. It's not a difficult thing to do. Or if you want to just talk to me on the phone, just call the operator right now and make sure that you tell her that you'd like for me to give you a call, and we'll talk about it. We're willing to do that at any time. So, Pamela? Five steps to a written retirement plan is the topic of today's show. That's what we've been telling you about. And we started off the show by saying, you know, 74% of retirees are behind on their retirement plan. We don't want you to be one of those. And that's why we're going through these each of these five steps so you can help make sure that you are on the right track. 
Everything we're discussing today is in a report on our website, www.theprovostperspective.com. Five steps to a written retirement plan. Be sure to check that out, download it, share it. And if you have any questions about anything, as Noel said, give us a call, 800-277-0025. Today, we've been discussing the five steps to a written retirement plan. We've been going through those one by one. And in case you've missed those, I want to go through those really quick with you. The first step is to determine direction. Number two, check your resources. Number three, create that written retirement plan. Number four, pick your investment products. And number five, have a system for monitoring your progress. And there's a lot of information that we have in those. If you want to download the report, five steps to a written retirement plan, you can find it on our website, www theprovostperspective.com. You can also call us for a copy at 800-277-0025. We had talked about reverse retirement. Noel, what is it? Yeah, those are very, very important steps to take because the thing that you don't want to do is this next thing we're getting ready to talk about. And a lot of people find themselves doing that, and that's called a reverse retirement. That's when you quit your retirement, and then you get a job, and you go back to work, and you make money because your retirement didn't work out exactly. Now, sometimes it can be a good idea. Sometimes you get bored. I've, I've had people come into the office and say, you know, I went back to work because I was just bored to tears sitting at home, and I just didn't want to do that. I didn't really care to go anywhere, didn't want to be gone all the time. And I got so tired of playing golf, I couldn't stand it. So I just decided to go go back to work. And then there's some people that go back to work because they're called back. I know that a lot of people that go back to work, they might not have the money. They might need to. And that's the worst reason to do it is when you really need to. Because that's something that so many people, they don't make enough plans. They don't send enough money ahead. They don't have the assets that they need to be able to retire and stay retired. But so many people do it for the wrong reason. I'm not saying it's wrong to do it. I'm just saying you don't want to have to go back to work. You don't want to have to give up your retirement if you don't want to. And there's so many people that do have to give it up. And that's what reverse retirement is. You know, Pamela, the highest rates of retirees going back to work are usually in the lowest income groups. That's not a surprise, as it's estimated, about 46% of baby boomers have no savings at all. Isn't that something? 46% of us have no savings at all. But here's the most surprising fact. 35% of the retirees in the highest income group are also returning to work to supplement their lifestyle. Those in the highest income group, why? Why are they? Well, they generally have the highest spending rates, and they want to continue on that lifestyle. So this is talking to people that have modest means, as well as plenty of money. These are the facts. These numbers continue to compound because life expectancy will be much longer for the current generation of baby boomer retirees than for the previous generation of the World War II generation. You know, I've heard it said that the first person in modern times, to live to be 150 years old has already been born. Somebody who is alive today will make it to 150. I don't know how good they'll be when they get there, but but they're supposed to make it that long. And then you have bankruptcy that's crushing retirement dreams of an increasing number of, of older Americans. 
And there's a different reasons for that bankruptcy. And in most cases, it's health care. You know, sometimes it's people that, you know, family members get in trouble and they spend all their money on a family member. But for the most part, it is health care. Since 1991, the rate of people 65 and older filing for bankruptcy has tripled. And that's according to a study from the Consumer Bankruptcy Project. It's due to a complement of economic factors. But we do believe that for the most part, it is because of people having their health failing and they're having to spend extra money on their health care. You know that years and years ago, we had pensions that kept people up along with Social Security. And so they didn't really have to save a lot of money. But the higher costs and, and the fewer guaranteed income sources have offloaded that responsibility now to the aging current generation of us baby boomers. And that's, for the most part, me and the people that are listening to me right now. And, you know, and a lot of us who have not yet retired, many people have limited financial resources and even more people have limited financial education on the subject because this isn't something that you ever learned about in school. It's not something that you ever went out and got any real training in. And, you know, I think one of the reasons is because for the fact that there are so many different ways of thinking about it. Yeah, what we want to do is provide you some simple tools and concepts, you know, so you can successfully navigate your own retirement. And, and like Noel says, it's different for everybody. And we do want to look at your, uh, you know, individual situations. And it starts with having some, you know, basic investment ideas. So go online and check out our website, download the report that we're going through today, Five Steps to a Written Retirement Plan. Uh, you can find it on our website, www.theprevisperspective.com. And you can call us anytime at 800 277 0025. Again, 800-277-0025. Noel, I've heard you talk about financial fitness. Can you explain that a little bit? You know, we have fitness for eating, exercising, sleeping, and reducing our stress. You know, we need a fitness for finance. You have to know where you are now and then decide where you want to be. Some people want a better lifestyle, but for most people, they just want the lifestyle they have in their 50s and 60s to continue. You know, while they're working, they want that lifestyle to be able to continue once they retire. So then you have to know how much time you have to work or even save the money you need to save. And then the big question is, what are you going to do about it today? Are you saving enough? Have you worked enough to save up the money to be able to continue the lifestyle that you have become accustomed to. So then you need to take inventory of your income versus your expenses. How much income do you have today? And how much income will you have if you stop getting a paycheck? And, you know, will it be able to pay for your expenses? Because your expenses don't go down a lot when you retire. Your housing costs, your daily living costs, a lot of those things, they stay the same. And to some degree, they have a tendency to go up, especially when it comes to health care. So some people try to give themselves some false comfort by saying, if I have to go back to work, will I? Or, you know, I'll work part time or, you know, I've got my own company. But what if you can't go back to work? What if it's a health issue? What if you just don't have the ability to go back to work because you might be taking care of a loved one or you have that heart attack and you can't really put a lot of effort into your work anymore. You know, that's the thing. So the number one thing you can do for yourself today, 
And I'm going to say this to you because we're toward the end of the show. So the number one thing you can do for yourself today is put a written plan together that acts as a retirement roadmap for yourself. And folks, we can help with that. Yes, we have the Wealth Toolkit. We've talked a lot about the Wealth Toolkit and how all of those tools work together to get that roadmap for you. We've got the retirement planning software, the social security analysis software, the risk assessment tool. They go through, you know, and as you're, you know, plotting out your retirement plan, there's five steps. We've talked about that in great detail where you have to uh, first determine your direction and then check your resources, create a written retirement plan, pick your investment products. And then have a system to monitor. And that wealth toolkit that we've talked about helps you do each one of those. It helps to maximize your Social Security. It helps analyze your income and expenses, determine where you need to save, where you need to cut back, how you can actually plan to get there. Risk assessment kind of helps you with your investments. You know, where do you need to invest? What's going to maximize your investments? What's going to be targeted around the risk that you are comfortable with? So the five steps to a rent retirement plan, this is what we're talking about today. And we believe it's important because you will only get one chance to do this right. There's no do-over. So wouldn't it be better and smarter to take the appropriate action today so that if you work through retirement, it's a choice. You know, you only work if you want to, not if you have to. So download a copy of this report. Five Steps to a Written Retirement Plan, you can find it on our website, www.theprovostperspective.com, and you can always call us for a copy at 800-277-0025. You know, we know retirement. We've been helping people for over 30 years, and there's not a lot that Noel hasn't seen, so we encourage you to call us with any questions. If you want to know what you've got coming in from Social Security, pensions, you know, we'll help you calculate that income gap. You know, from what you've got guaranteed, from what you actually need to save, you know, just a lot of things, you know, looking at the health care, there's just so much to look at. So call us now. The first consultation is always free. We can help you get on the path to a happy retirement. So again, call us at 800-277-0025. So until we come back next week, don't just invest, provest. And thanks for listening to the Provest Perspective Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information on Noel Swain CFP or this episode, visit theprovestperspective.com. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Provest Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Investing involves risk. Depending on the types of investments, there may be varying degrees of risk. Investors should be prepared to bear loss, including total loss of principal. Indices mentioned during this broadcast are unmanaged and cannot be invested indirectly. When we state that we're investing in the S&P 500, Russell 2000, and other indexes, we mean that we invest in funds that mimic the index, not the index itself. Diversification and asset allocation strategies do not always assure profit or protect against loss. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investing regular amounts steadily over time, dollar cost averaging, may lower your average per share cost. Periodic investment programs cannot guarantee profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Dollar cost averaging is a long-term strategy involving continuous investing, regardless of fluctuating price levels, and as a result, you should consider your financial ability to continue to invest during periods of fluctuating price levels. Tax-free withdrawals or tax-free income reference are dependent on terms and conditions that vary based on the product or investment selected. Client testimonials may not be representative of the experience of other customers and are no guarantee of future performance or success. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., registered broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC.